about me Would be lost without me We could have been somebody Thought you'd be different about it Now I know you not it So let's get on with it We could have been somebody Said you had to tell somebody Welcome back to Small State Big Takes, now presented by Couch Guy Sports. Be sure to go check out their website, check out all the other uh, Couch Guy podcasts. This is episode number 89, opening take, Steve Scott. It's playing Warzone, and what do you got? Do you hear my Warzone starting up right now? We just did. did. I sure did, anyways. Yeah, right in that moment. It was it was starting. Um, big take presented by Couch Guy Sports. I'm sitting on a couch <laughs> right now. In guy, is it fucking comfy? Um, big take. Let's say I'm gonna say that. Um, I'm gonna say Last of Us Two is gonna get a lot of hate, but it will be the game of the year this year, regardless of what happens. Everybody loves to hate, but I think it it will be the the game of the year. Huh. I'm a big take tonight. Huh. Hmm. What's your game of the year, Ollie? You got one? Uh, my lead in the clubhouse right now would probably be Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, I don't think Xbox or PlayStation's put out anything on that level this year, unless I'm missing something. Like, I don't know if Call of Duty would count for this year since it came out in. 2019, but Warzone didn't come out till this year, so maybe Warzone, since it's its own separate game, kind of would win it. Maybe I don't know. Warzone is definitely the battle royale of the year. Well, yeah. Like if they're like, oh yeah, Fortnite, yeah, nah, nah. Oh, Apex, nope, nah. Oh, fucking, uh, what else is there? So one more, right? One more. Uh, I think those are the only ones relevant right now. Well, it's all about Warzone. Yeah, Yeah, so that's that. Gilly, you got a big take? Piggyback off that? Gilly's got the mute on, still. Yeah, I wonder if he even hears us. Might just be me and you. Yeah, dude, it might just be two-man right now. Josh is... uh, uh, on on silent or something, he's dealing with uh, you know, he's a football coach, so his hours are unreal. Lombardi um, mode. That also, I guess, we're gonna try to figure out a better day to do this, so we can get Josh in here regularly and cons- consistently. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we do Sunday nights or something. I don't know. We'll have to figure something out. So more to come on that. Um. Other Come on, that, Ollie, hit us with a take. Hit us with oh, a fucking take, bro. Ooh, okay. Um, here's a, a fat take. Here's a take. If you are siding with the owners for this whole MLB PA versus MLB trying to find a baseball season thing, I seriously do not understand your way of thinking in the whole process and I don't know if that there's a take in there but I think there kind of is a take yeah, I'm just like is it a questioning the f- take you know. is the fact anybody can be supporting the owners is baffling to me 
Do you think anybody actually supports them, or are they? I are don't just like... know. A lot of people are like kind of bashing on the players for the whole when and where movement thing that they did, but I think it was a little misleading because they weren't actually saying let's just play. They were like, "All right, owners, you've been giving us the same offer for months now, or you know, for for weeks now. Give us these three things, and we'll go play." Is that what the is that what the whole thing was about? Because I saw Trevor Bauer tweeting some stuff. Today. Yeah, I was going to bring that up too because. Trevor Bauer is a good guy to follow on all these things, and he's uh, yeah, he kind of went into that in, in into that and said like yeah this this whole when and where thing that we that the players started piggybacking off of each other and saying is like when and where we're ready to play when you guys are it's like yeah they're ready to play but they're not going to play if it, the deal absolutely screws them like every offer that the MLB offered them absolutely just hose them. Right. So, Yo, did you guys start? Hey, he's there back. you go. Did you start? Oh, yes, we, we did. sure did. Live. Oh, what the? F- what thanks for the heads up? Jesus Christ! I, My God! I gave. I gave. What a heads up. We, we gave. It, we gave a heads up. I thought you were. You just didn't hear us. I, I, I thought. Mean, I thought, I thought you were. Josh, I yeah. thought you were just on mute. And no, I thought um, you heard us, but uh, I was playing. Yeah. Wow. So, what are you? Are you talking MLB right now? Is that your big take? Or are you? Yeah, my take opening statement type thing was I just don't understand how anybody can support the owners and Rob Manfred right now. I don't think anyone's supporting them, really, though. I don't know. My Twitter feed you know is I mean? filled with a bunch of stuff. Some of the it players is... look stupid as hell, though. That's See, what... this is what I, just a terrible kind, look all the I way kind of was just talking about because I think the when and where thing was misleading. Yeah. Because they were saying, "Yeah, we're ready to play, just when and where," but they it didn't but not really that didn't paint was... the whole picture because they were like, yeah. "Yeah, when and where, just give us these three things, and we'll play whenever and wherever." But uh, right. but that wasn't really in because everybody was just saying when and where, and that was it. There, there was no really, there was nothing really behind it. So they do look kind of dumb in that retrospect. But at the same time, I get, I, I like. I don't know. It just fucking sucks. And I tweeted this out how, like, if baseball season was canceled due to COVID reasonings, yeah, that sucks, Wiener. But at the same time, you understand it because, you know, it's a fucking global pandemic. But the fact mm. they're actively trying to find a deal to play baseball and they can't just come to an agreement is fucking embarrassing. And it's, it makes my stomach turn that baseball is my favorite sport and it's this fucking pathetic. Well, that's the dumbest part, too, where it's like they could have literally just easily used COVID as the excuse. And then even so if this easily. is going on behind the scenes, like yeah. whatever, that sucks. It is what it is. Um, but then have that be like the underlying reason that I'm sure a deep dive article would come out. You know what I mean? Like right. eventually where it's like, oh, was it not really about COVID? Um, but um, but, yeah, no, no I know I do understand that to some degree. But at the same time, it is that was just I can't believe the players did that whole when and where thing and then they're really I, I don't know I was shocked that they didn't at least come to close to like agreeing to that and you guys see the vote today yeah it wasn't five, even close. five votes for 33 votes against after you do that like that's just that that was like what are you doing I, who, 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 that, I'm sorry I, I actually missed that what, what happened there who, who voted what it was the MLB PA voted on whether to accept the the owners proposal oh. of 60 games Okay. Full prorated and. They said no? 
Yeah, what? because it's the same percentage of money that, you know, would be 80 games, whatever it was, 80% prorated or or all these other things. Uh, now the owners are just completely hard stuck on 60 games. Uh, full prorate, which is okay. Full prorate, which is... Um, the clock's running out now. Right. And tonight, MLB announced, had made this announcement that, the, you know, the whole... The players have until tomorrow, Tuesday, six twenty-three until five p.m. to accept their new proposal or you know whatever it is. I don't really know. Like I guess it's just like take it or leave it at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like you guys take this deal. You you report to spring training, uh, be middle of next week or the end of next week at July first. I think we start the season July twenty-ninth. I think I saw, and we yeah. go from there. Yeah. Uh, I. Oh no! Yeah, they had to approve of the the uh, health and inspection uh, in all in all that shit. Uh, you know the health screenings, the 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 COVID guidelines. Basically, they have till tomorrow to uh, accept that because it's sixty games. I will be. Here's another take. I guess. Let's go. Um, this is just going to be an absolute shit show. There's going to be. There's going to be replacement players all over the place. There's going to be big guys just not playing. There's going to be... It's just going to be embarrassing. So, there will be a season. In your in your world, there is a, a baseball season of some sort. Well, they have the ability to. That's, the, that's like the thing that the players are looking like kind of dumb for because they accepted the terms. So, the owners this whole time they have that in their back pocket where it's like, all right, 50-game season at a minimum right. in playoffs. So that's why they've been doing this because it's like, all right, they're they're essentially incentivized to, to hold off and just save as much money as possible so they don't really operate at loss right. for a longer period of time. So that's where, I don't know, a season will happen, but it's going to be such a mess. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think I, I tweeted from the account earlier, fantasy baseball is like roasted for the year. It's going to be pointless. Oh, yeah. It's going to be... Even if they play, they're going to be. Uh, I'm sure, like a quarter of the good players are going to sit out or do something weird, and even I don't know, just so many different dynamics. Everyone's, I don't know, taking the L on this season, which sucks. It'll be nice to play fantasy baseball again, but it, like you said, it's just going to be a joke. It's not like it, it's going to be like we're doing DraftKings. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, just it's like, yeah, it's going to be like a weekly DraftKings thing every week. It's going to be weird. It's going to like, will there be a trade deadline? You think, like in real life? Yeah, I wonder how that's going to go. Yeah. There's got to be at some point. Like, like two weeks in? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe like end of August. <laughs> All right, yeah. The old, uh, the old, old waiver trade deadline. I don't know. It's, it's going to be a mess either way. Um, there are some positives that come out of it, such as DH and the NL, finally. Yeah. About that, personally. Uh, so. I've seen a lot of like random takes lately, actually, that are anti DH, and it's weird to me. Yeah, I, I assumed like everyone was on the same page with that. <laughs> it's like DH just makes sense. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel. You about know, that, honestly, <gasps> on- who we got? What up? What up? Oh my god, we got a full pod. Yo, yeah, my uh, I was at football, and I realized that my phone died, so I couldn't text you guys at all. So I had to take that ride from Exeter and silence. You know, yeah, total silence. Sounds like awesome. <laughs> I was, no, kind of, I was hustling back. Whistling of the wind. 
<laughs> oh, dude, I was hustling back. I was like, oh, my God, can I please get there? And then my phone had to charge, so I had to wait, like, an extra five minutes. And, yeah, now I'm here. So, hey, Let's what go. up? What up, everybody? Josh, what <laughs> the fuck is good, bro? Nada. Feels good to be back. I think it was, what, May 18th or something since I've been on a podcast? It's been a minute. What a any, world. Any podcast at all? You've, you've been on none other than, other than us? Nothing. A hot bunch of nothing. Let's go. You have a big yeah. take for us, Josh? <clears throat> well, I was kind of thinking in the car. I think my last big take was um, that our Twitter is going to blow up and we're going to hit 1,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think I'm going more than that. Let's go. How many? I think I'm. I think we're going to hit two. I think we're going to get like some whack, crazy sponsor that we're not even supposed to get, and like it's just gonna we're gonna blow up and we're gonna get tons of listeners. I'm just feeling it. I'm feeling it. Feeling a big revive. Love to hear it. I want a weird yeah. sponsor, like KY Jelly or some shit. You oh, know what yeah. I was thinking? So, so funny. I mean, I mean, no free, no free ads. No, ever. No, I mean. I try. I yeah. try. That's rule one. That's yeah. rule one. No but, free ad. But Dave's Coffee. Podcast. Dave's Coffee would be a solid one. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I'm a notable non-coffee drinker. Yes, sir. That's the that's the reason why. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, do, I would be into it. I, I know my. I have an ex-girlfriend that works there. I, 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 I don't go there. I, I know. <laughs> I don't go there as a result. <laughs> I've seen her. I've seen her there. Have you, oh, it's, well. It is kind of weird. She gives me like the side eye because yeah. she totally, she totally knows. That's, that's um, how she is. <laughs> but no, besides the uh, that big take, um, I do think that with the NBA and how long the season it's going to be in Disney World, it could be up to like October that these people are in this bubble. Um, I totally think that we're going to see at least like three major basketball players test positive for coronavirus. And I totally think that some, I, I don't know if you guys heard it this, this morning with Wiggy, but he was like, ah, they're going to sign waivers and play through it. Like if they're asymptomatic with coronavirus and it's just not put out there, I think we're going to see some big lawsuits after the season's over when like LeBron James catches it and then plays through the, the NBA playoffs. That's my big take. That's a deep one. That's interesting too because you don't, you don't know. Like I already saw, like Trevor Ariza is not going to play. Here's yeah. a big take: the NBA and NHL should just call it quits and cancel. There's I, n- what? I I don't think there's any point to resuming either of those seasons. I mean, what? I, I, I don't know. I, I think I don't both, think basketball. Should, I think both sure. seasons are already tarnished. I think. Then why should baseball? I don't baseball think has they more should. people. It's more dangerous. I don't, no, think, I don't think baseball should either. I don't think any sport should come back. I don't even think football should come back realistically. Yeah. Do you think we should just put a fork in this year? Because honestly, I'm, I'm kind of feeling that's, that. That's exactly what I'm getting at Fuck right it. now. Like, it's unfortunate, but nobody is going to – I don't think anybody will really take either NBA or NHL playoffs seriously, especially if you even have guys what like – LeBron will. Okay. LeBron's I'm going not, for it I'm all. I'm not talking about the players. I'm talking about the fan bases. Oh. I, I don't know. I don't. And you're going to see people. If Trevor Ariza, like I know he's not an integral part, but like he's a piece on a team, and yeah. he's not going to be the only one to not play. Baseball, there's going to be a bunch of people that are not going to play for whatever reason, whether it's health related or 
they just don't want to give in or whatever it is. I and I also think the NBA and NHL will like this postseason if they if they happen if they happen all the way through will always always have an asterisk next to it. This MLB season will a billion percent always have an asterisk next to it. Mm-hmm. I just it's at this point. I personally feel they're just doing it for the money, and that's it, it, at the end of the day, they are businesses. So I'm not going to blame them for doing it for the money, but I just don't see. I don't think. I don't know. I I think they should just wrap it up and plan for next season. Hopefully, you know the the whole COVID situation is a little bit more under control, and it will be next month when everybody's planning on playing. Right. I mean, overall, even at the high school level, right, um, what I'll say is, is like Southeastern Connecticut, right, those schools are potentially not going back into classrooms all fall. So they're going to be in virtual classrooms almost up till December break, say, yeah. right, so the first semester. With that said, how do you then play sports in the fall? How do you play football and enforce that when you can't even have kids in the school? So now there's this fight. I mean, I know this is a school setting, so it's a little bit different. But when you have everything else in the world going on and a, another potential shutdown and all these things going on, how, how do we have sports? You just don't. You, you don't. You can't. I mean, because when you expect one thing out of people, but they see this happening, those don't add up. And they're not equal. So for me, I see the writing on the wall as a football coach. Like I'm starting to get kids from a, as a private school that I coach at from other states like Connecticut, Southeastern Connecticut, coming to my school and saying, well, you know, I want my kid to play this year. And Rhode Island looks like they're going to be open. And, you know, like it's just how it is. People are seeing the writing on the wall that schools are going to be closed Businesses are going to be closed, so therefore football is going to be done. You know, and it's sad to say, but the same thing is going to happen. Like Oliver said, like they're just not going to be able, or shouldn't really. They just shouldn't have sports. Well, you the know? difference to me though is the money. It's like obviously you can't schools can't afford to uh, do testing at a, such a high rate as NBA as the NBA be able to. Uh, you know absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. So that's. And they but, have like a decent system with a bubble. I know it's not perfect, but right. I don't know. I I I think that the NBA at least. I don't really. I don't know enough about that the NHL's plans and their safety stuff. But I don't know. I'm actually. I have a question for you, Oliver. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the 2012 NBA Finals? No. Is well, one was... of your favorite teams <laughs> against Josh's favorite team? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the Thunder year when they started the opening? That was a lockout year. It was. They played 66 games that season. That's, I think, one less game than players have already played this season. Um, in some cases, some are actually more than that. So it's like, I don't know. Like the, I, There's no one – really, people don't talk about that, and they're not like, well, LeBron kind of only has so many rings because 2012 doesn't count. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know. I just right. – I, th- I think it's exciting to personally – even as a Celtics fan, I think it. I I know that I'm a little bit more because um, I feel like anything could happen, especially without home court. I, in see, terms of I, playoffs, like I think it'd be cool, especially as long as it's safe. Which again, I don't know enough about the details, and I don't think the players do. That's why they're a little hesitant and with everything else going on right. with Kyrie Irving's little 
um, well, kind of movement, which I, I don't necessarily disagree with. There's Black Lives Matter, and then there is actually the fact that players can opt out in a couple of days in the NBA, right? And then that opens up the whole, like, I, I heard about Jason Tatum and how he needs to go get, like, um, what is that called? Uh, value, like player value, in loss of value insurance. Um, because if something happens during this small tournament and the Celtics make a run, but say Gordon Hayward gets COVID, then it spreads around the team and he can't play and can't show what he does, then Jason Tatum in turn is going to lose money in his next free agency. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole bunch of factors that then line up for that. I totally get it. Like, I think it's interesting too, like seeing the short season and seeing how competitive it could possibly be. It's going to be electric, but there's so many negatives that outweigh the positives. I feel at least looking from outside in that it's not worth it for them. Like they could, it could be really bad. And I think that's why my big take was that there's going to be something crazy, like a lawsuit because some big player like LeBron is going to get it. And they're going to say, Oh no, I don't have it. Or the NBA might say, Oh, we, we can cater to this guy. Hopefully they don't, but they might cater to a guy like LeBron and have him play and have him spread the virus. So that's my big thing. I don't know. I, I just kind of see a bunch of different angles happening. But Hey, not for nothing, but this just in, I just was reading on Twitter, <clears throat> Bob Nightingale tweeted that there will definitely be a 60-game season. Two sides are <clears throat> about to reach an agreement. MLB has decided to play a 60-game season if the union agrees to have their players report by July 1st. So... I don't know. And the number one trending thing on Twitter is baseball is back in all caps. So I heard that on the way home. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Who's that though? I heard that. Nightingale. Nightingale. Yeah. Bob Nightingale. And no. Heyman too. Heyman. Not. Right now. Okay. I trust Heyman way more than Nightingale. Yeah. I, I don't trust either of them further than I can throw them personally. But even it, like, if we were talking about this, even if baseball is back, it's not going to be. Passing. It's not. Passing do. I trust passing. But I, <laughs> but I don't even even if baseball is back, that does not mean all the players that we want to see are going to be playing. All right, so you know oh, what? I agree with that. Let's uh, let's let's throw a couple guys out there that we don't think will come back. Who's who's not coming back this or who's not going to play this year? Honestly, guys that are going into arbitration, I could totally see them getting yeah. something like that value insurance and just saying, "I'm not risking it," you know, yeah. like clear this year and I'll play the arbitration year next year so I can fight for more money. Yeah. Like, What's interesting is in the last year of arbitration, especially right. Or what about like people entering free agency? They're in a weird spot. Like a, for example, pretty obvious Mookie Betts. What Mookie does he Betts. do? Does he mm-hmm. like the, the free agency market next year, this winter is going to be so fucking weird now. Oh yeah. Like we know what these guys are worth generally, but like, I don't know. Even if it's a 60-game season, how much are you going to change someone's opinion on what your value is at this point? Like a Trevor Bauer or a Mookie Betts. Like we kind of know what these guys are at this point. Mm-hmm. Mookie, though, must be kicking himself hard over that over that $300 million contract or whatever the Red Sox offered. I don't know. It was it was all uh, it was all whatever it's called. Um, fucking a bunch yeah, of deferred, deferred monies, supposedly too. I thought. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like a hey, we offered him this type of thing to try to not, you know, to try to make it look like Mookie's a bad guy. 
Mm. I think that's what that was. But Typical I, Red Sox. Here's another. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they make a run at him this winter, especially with the like. I think he's yeah. gonna have a super bizarre market. Like, there's no way he's gonna get the money that he thought he was gonna get at this point last year, just because it's just gonna be a, a weird, weird off season. So, I wouldn't be surprised to see him take like the one year big money and then sign in the next season. That would be an interesting Mookie move that wouldn't really shock me. Goes mm. to the Twins for like a fucking season. <laughs> fucking Marlins just paid. <laughs> one year 50 mil? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one year 50 mil to the Marlins. <laughs> Dude, that'd be, Wait, I'd so, be all about that. Um, if I'm reading that, so Trevor Bauer is in arbitration four. Uh, is that right? I believe next year he's a free agent. Yeah. Yeah, he said that this is coming and he wants to do one year contracts, which yeah. I guess he'll be able to at this point. Yeah. He said that a couple of years ago, didn't he? He just wanted to be a yeah, one year contract guy. Exactly, oh, like, for, for whatever reason of his market value. Because he's just a weird dude. Silver okay. lining, J.D. must opt in <laughs> at this point. Yeah, he's yeah exactly. opting in he for the next two years. Why yeah. do you say that? Because he's not going to make more than $20 million a year on the open no. market. But with the, the NLDH, you never know. I, I don't know about that one. He's, he's 33 right now, dude. I don't know. if. And with the potential without a season to sign him for all that guaranteed money. No way. Yeah, no, he's he's Any chance of the Yankees getting Giancarlo to opt out is gone out the window, that, even though there probably wasn't true. much of a chance. Yeah. yeah. I, was it next year? Potentially? I wouldn't be sh- shocked if JD opted out with the NHL, with the NLDH rule in effect, because <sighs> now his market doubled. I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked. I guess, but nobody wants to spend money. That's the issue, dude. Yes, that's also you know very I mean? true. Yeah, if, if, there, if we've learned anything is that owners do not want to spend money. Well, it's also too. It's like risky in the sense of like, all right, well, yeah, he's thirty three years old. He probably, yeah. Well, no, I just mean in terms of the the state of baseball, which is scary. Yeah, it's like they're not doing each other or, uh, themselves any favors in terms of like, all right, we're still growing, we're still doing this, that, like the NBA. It's like it keeps jumping up the salary cap and whatnot. But right. I don't know. Yeah, I, w- I don't know. I wish I well, could. Good news though, they're coming back. I guess I thought they were done for sure. I actually had no hope. That was going to be my, my big take prior to. <laughs> going on twitter so a big one would be somebody like jackie bradley who's in the last year of arbitration and george springer last year of arbitration uh james paxton marcus stroman um let's see oh jerks and profar but now we're kind of digging <laughs> i think tanaka's up right uh, Is he? schumacher uh peacock Nice, Jake, Jake Marisnik. Yeah, we're we're hate him. We're digging. We're, we're digging now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, there's still Paxton. like a couple of names. Paxton's in four. Yep. So I mean, then there's a couple of other guys in three. But then you know you start to talk about well, what happens with them? You know, with that money, like Chris Bryant is arb three. And hmm. it's not all about. He got screwed on that, by the way. It's that's topic for another another okay. day. But uh, it it's also not all about. It is about contracts, but it's not all about contracts. There's going to be some people that just flat out don't feel comfortable playing. Mm. Right. And but that's does fine. that void? Does that void that year of arbitration? Though like... I don't think it does. I think that was part of the agreement that they signed back in March. Was everybody's getting service time for this year? Yeah, 
I see whether I, I, whether they play, whether seasons played or not. I I believe that is part of it. That's how I understood it too, because it was like a, giving them the choice, and it's like they're not going to be punished um, in terms of a uh, right. What's it called? The the year of I don't even know. Um, yeah, whatever you want to call it. I, I so believe I believe that is correct. So Mookie Betts sits out this year during a season of baseball. He will still be a free agent this winter, for example. So it works. That is out. how I understand it. But wow. Do- do they get paid? He it depends. Like he in that kid situation, I don't think Mookie would. So it sucks for oh, the okay. guys that are in Arb one and Arb two. Then you once you get into the guys that are Arb three and four who can potentially start to like get out of those contracts. Like so, like let's see who's a good Arb one. I mean, yeah. minor leaguers are getting getting Aaron. hosed more than anybody. But yeah. I was going to say, uh, yeah, yeah absolutely. But like Aaron Judge is arbitration one. He's making eight point five mil this year. Okay, like he's getting fucked big time because he's going to lose his pay right now and have to agree to another arbitration year. Like that's nuts, and he's a superstar. So you know he's he's a he's little old, one, and he's like exactly he's older, so he's going to be a free agent as a thirty-one year old. I remember. Oh, oh that's, yeah, that's awful. terrible. I mean, I, I guess. Yeah. The thing is, though, it's like I guess that's more towards the norm. It's a little later than usual. I feel like Mookie is like the sweet spot, or what? He's going to be 28, 29. Yeah, 27, 28. Yeah, and then there's yeah, the... whereas like Machado and Harper were early. Yeah, they're, they're like freaks. Acuna would have been early, but he's fucking signed a terrible deal. Yeah, Acuna. That that was such a yeah. That, oh that my was god, such a bad deal for like just players. I'm sure players yeah. are so ticked at him for doing that. Him and Albies. I Albies think we've too. talked about yeah. this. It's it was just so bad for like their leverage yeah. and for 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 the players. Like you said, they're just so such much bad money deals. left. On the Especially you look at even arbitration. Although I don't know, but like Mookie, Mookie's making 27 million in arbitration. That's yeah. crazy. That's nuts. What I think they only bought out one or two years of each guy, right? I don't think it was. I think they got two with Acuna. Yeah, they might have gotten two with both. Yeah. What about Bregman? He had he had one too, right? Didn't he? Didn't he like sign away a couple couple years? Yeah, he signed like a. Yes. Like Hundred million. Yeah, it was some kind of yeah, and that was also it wasn't as bad as the other ones, I don't think. But... No. Yeah, the Acuna one was disgusting. Oh, so stupid. I mean, props to the Braves for getting him to do that, but oh man, he needs a new agent. Mm. <laughs> for real. I think him and Albies have the same one, actually. For real. That wouldn't surprise Ooh. me. That's crazy. Your boy, your boy Alex Anthopoulos in, uh, yeah. in Atlanta from the Blue Jays. Classic Blue Jay guy. Dude knows what he's doing. Wow. Wow. So wow. What else on the docket, Ollie? Um,. I don't know if you guys saw this or care. Josh probably might kind of, but switch over to video games for a sec, and then you can talk about The Last of Us if you want. But more importantly, my favorite game in the world, Smite, announced a partnership with Nickelodeon and Avatar, and they have like Avatar The Last Airbender skins coming out next month, and that's pretty fucking sick. Yes! Like, legit ones. Well... Are they characters or just skins? I didn't skins. see the whole thing. Skins. So like, there's gonna Not be a bad. there's gonna be a Merlin Ang skin. There's gonna be a Susano Zuko skin. It, it, they look fucking awesome. More details come on Wednesday about it during their thing. But that was my big news of the day. It came out six years ago. I just looked it up because I had no idea when Smite came out. 
Yeah. Six so, years ago? Damn. Well, Alpha was the year before. Windows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I need a... Who is the rug rat with the orange hair? Was that Chucky? Chucky, yeah. yeah. I need a Chucky Medusa skin. That's all I know. <laughs> I mean, it, sound, it sounds cool to me. Um, I like that idea. I mean, uh, people aren't going to like it. I'm glad it's just skins, because I know they're getting into sort of like lore type. Yeah, like not fictional not, lore, not, not like... But they did that mythical. a while ago. Like, for example, and we're getting nerdy here, but like Medusa is not a god. Like, the game no. is defined as the battleground of the gods, right? There's several characters in the game that are not gods, and then there's fucking Merlin and King Arthur in the game. They're not gods. They're folklore. Cthulhu mm. just came out. He's folklore. Like, he was made up by whatever his fucking name was, so... H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That, fuck. Good job, Steve. <laughs> Word up. Is he, he's from Rhode Island, right? Yes, he is. Let's go. Pretty sure. I think that's what we learned in school, right? Providence, yeah. So that's my that's my nerd out of the day, and it seems like they're getting great, great feedback, even from like League of Legends people are saying like, "Wow, I guess I have to go play Smite now because Avatar is in the game." <laughs> and granted, that's the whole point of it, but it's cool to see that after six years, Smite's finally getting somewhere with their shit. Hey, what about a massive comeback for Avatar too? Since the Netflix release, like yeah, people huh? are all about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Avatar was a good show in general. It was. Couldn't watch it anywhere. I don't think up until then. Like, oh, yeah. I'm sure there's like anime websites you could stream it on and shit, but like nothing too mainstream. I, I, at least I haven't. I wonder what the why they chose, you know, Avatar over other you know shows they could have had on Netflix. How did how did Avatar get chosen to be on Netflix? Uh, I bet like, Netflix approached Nickelodeon and was like, hey, we'll give you a few million bucks to have Avatar on. <laughs> well, no, Hey Arnold's on Hulu. That's why I say this. Yeah, and like Drake and Josh is on Hulu too, so right. yeah, it is kind of weird. You're right. Well, you know what? Nickelodeon's making moves because they have they the are. NFL players. So. True. You know, how how, I forgot about that's that. Gonna be so... How big can you get, Nickelodeon? That's really cool. That's just bizarre. I love it. <laughs> Especially because the Nickelodeon shows nowadays are so trash. Also, like, how... like since we're talking Nickelodeon, like, Coley did a a tier list on, or like a blog on old Nickelodeon shows, and he posted some Ren and Stimpy clips, and how <laughs> the fuck was that show allowed on the air for seven-year-olds? I have no idea, dude, Holy but my parents let me watch shit. it. <laughs> They literally showed a clip of one of them like sewing a log on the guy's back yep. with his, and the the guy saw was where his cock was, and it just looked like he was mm-hmm. butt fucking him. And then when the log was done getting cut, the guy had an orgasm, and then the <laughs> saw deflated. Like, hello, how was that allowed for eight year olds? How's this on Nickelodeon? What? <laughs> SpongeBob Yo, has that stuff too. Though. It does. It does. Maybe that's why my dad was so entertained by it back when we would watch it because he got all the shit <laughs> back then. And I... <laughs> He's laughing harder than you. He was oftentimes. <laughs> Strange fact about your boy: I had Ren and Stimpy uh, box set. Dude, same. Did you? Same. <laughs> Don't whiz on the electric fence. Yeah, dude. that was the best that one. Was the best one. I die still. Oh my god! Wow, I was that. like a year or two just, too late for that for that show. I, 
I just read, by the way, no Universal DH for 2021 because it's based on the the original agreement back in like March. Oh, that owners and uh, Manfred are like going forth with like a a 60 game season. That's I thought I saw in the MLB announcement that it they said two years of DH. Well, that's what no, that was their proposal, but this is not what's okay. Has yeah, I think they're upping the the game total to their latest proposal. Instead of like whatever, I think it was fifty games initially back in March of like the minimum that they would do. Okay, mm-hmm. I think, but that's yeah, because this is wow, I didn't really realize that. That's weird. That sucks. What's the li- what's the likelihood that Manfred's gone at some point, like in the next? Yeah, I, I don't I know because think... like there was a time there I thought Goodell was gonna be gone, but yeah, true. This is so a completely I. different situation. I think I thought Goodell was gonna be gone because. We're Patriots fans, and there's bias there, and we just hated the way he handled that shit. But this is just like everybody, every team is mad at him. So yeah, every player, I don't know. it's all about the owners, though. If the, if yeah. the owners are, yeah, obviously he's yeah. operating on behalf of them, so that's the tricky part. It's right. like they probably love him right now, and he it's gets to true. take the, the brunt of it. Yeah, he's yeah, he's the owner's ultimate fucking guy. I mean, and unless you're like a front office like follower, we as fans are always going to follow what the players say. So totally, I mean, we're we're on we're on that side of the fence. Yeah, but the players aren't a hundred percent like they scot free. You know, they've done some stupid shit in this process too. Like we no, did, I, we, we talked about that too. I mean, we're all pretty solid baseball fans so yeah <laughs> I, I don't i don't agree with them for some of the stuff either but you know if you're picking a side it's a no-brainer at the end of the day yeah, exactly yeah, so give us baseball hey and back to video games by the way so back to about uh streaming stuff that mixer stuff mm-hmm. i didn't look at, i didn't look into it anymore but i'm almost you know I, I was hating it on first but you know i'm kind of excited for facebook streaming yeah, uh, a good idea. it's it's yeah. underrated. It's uh, from all the numbers I've seen, it was already ahead of Mixer. Yeah, damn, uh, really? I'll tell you this: I got when I streamed for that little tiny bit. I mean, I still want to, but I just haven't had time. Just going on Facebook and having people, because P- Facebook is available to everybody. Like most people have a Facebook, even if, even though they're not like active on it sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's not the same with Mixer. It's even Twitch. You can't say the same about Twitch either. Not everybody, like your, my mom or your grandma or your aunt, they're not using Twitch. Like Facebook, it, it allows you to unlock people that you wouldn't think would actually watch you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And it's all like, about like reaching a certain audience too. Like if you want to get on there and stream for the people you know and like that's how you start. Then it works. It, there's plenty of Facebook streamers that are very, very successful. Mm. Well, think about it too. It's like how many how many followers do you have on Twitter, or at least someone like me, where it's like I have, I think I have a Twitch account, but I have <laughs> maybe less than ten follow followers, quote unquote. Right. It's like no one's going to be seeing me like stream on there. But Facebook, I don't know. I don't even know how many. I, I might have a thousand friends that I've never filtered out. So it's mm. like even if people don't watch. I don't know. There's a higher likelihood that I'm going to get 20 randos just being like, what the hell is this kid doing right now? Absolutely. If you already have an established platform, like, for example, I'm sure you were getting to this, Steve, like Ninja and Shroud, these guys that were huge Twitch streamers that, 
went got you know Mixer Microsoft paid him a fuck ton of money to go stream on their platform exclusively. Right now, so I saw this. They were like Facebook, or yeah, Facebook offered them like double what their contracts were to go stream exclusively on Facebook, and they were both just like. Uh no, just give us our money that you guys owe us to Microsoft, and now oh. they're just free agents. Wow! So they can go wherever they want. They can go to Twitch. They can go to YouTube. They can go to Facebook if they want. My money's on. They just go back to Twitch because for yeah. people that have established themselves as that high up and they've already got like it came out. Ninjas Ninjas made thirty million dollars from Mixer. Shrouds made ten million dollars from Mixer. Like they're set for life now at that point. From like so. a buyout. Is that what that's from? From mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Their their contracts. That's how and, how much okay. it ended up being. Uh, that's the rumor, anyways. Pretty reliable. So, uh, is there like a a, a gaming uh, or esports part of Spotrack? Because there should be. That'll be like the next be. thing. That would be cool. Be awesome. But like they, uh, I don't know. These companies <laughs> always keep it behind closed doors. Like yeah. people just announce like, hey continue partnership with Twitch or a lot of people just don't even announce it. They're just yeah. like, yeah, Twitch throw me, you know, a few, you know, X amount of dollars to stay on Twitch and people don't even know that that happened. My yeah. money is that they both go back to Twitch just because that's for people that are that big. They just want to enjoy themselves at this point And I think that's where they can both enjoy themselves the most. So we'll see. Is streaming like way up? I imagine it would be with yeah. the like, quarantine. Oh, yeah. Okay, and just the and just the popularity, yeah. Quarantine Makes has, sense. has something to do with it. Yeah. A lot, a lot to do with it, probably. But and no sports, honestly, right? No sports. Like, you watch. So, yeah, I mean, dude, just fucking look at Big Cat. I wonder how many streamers he's got, uh, viewers he's got right now. I know last Friday, during his championship thing, he had a hundred fifty thousand viewers at one point. Yeah, that is nuts, dude. For like an outdated video game, too. That's like the funny thing. It's not like it's like some groundbreaking. Like, oh my god, he's got the new NCAA football. It's like no six-year-old game for <laughs> it's it's fucking nuts. <laughs> and he's not good. That's the other best part. Actually, that makes it more entertaining, though. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. Good. That was I. I you know what? Because if he was blowing yeah. everybody out, it wouldn't be that fun to no. watch. I kind of I, I wanted it to be closer to the last game, even though it was close. I, I thought he was going to screw it up at the end, and I thought that would be so funny. Oh, if he yeah. somehow blew it. Big time. But, no. That's funny. But think about it. That would have never happened if quarantine didn't exist, you know? True. Like, mm-hmm. he he wouldn't have... I I remember when it started, probably, like, early April, he was just tweeting out pictures of it, like, hey, Coach Gus Duggerton of Toledo, offensive coordinator, <laughs> I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, obviously Hank got him to get a stream set up at his house. And now it's turned into this whole fucking thing. They've, it's nuts. T-shirts and all. Everything. True. Dude, actually, do they, are they already start selling the Toledo t-shirts? Probably. I don't think so. No. I, I didn't see them yet. I only saw the Tennessee ones out. And it's, it's not like it's just like, everybody tunes in. It's so funny. You have like University of Tennessee tweeting at him nonstop. You have all these the opponents. Uh, fucking, <laughs> dude, the mayor of Virginia Tole- Tech. The Virginia ma- Tech yeah. was rubbing it oh, in his face. Oh, that was great. And the fucking, like, I think it was the mayor of Toledo is like tweeting at him like 
you know, just doing these like fake bribes and shit to come back and like he, it's crazy his outreach and now they're getting on like uh, you know Twitch streamers on our podcast and shit like that. It's it's true. They had your boy. Yeah, they had Nick Merckx on. It was a good interview. Yeah, that's they funny. get along. What's, they get what's along the deal together. with their? Because they have a, their own uh, like esports team or whatever. Yeah, right? Barstool started their own esports org, which is cool. I is, guess. Is it like, actually owned by Big Cat? Is that like a joke? Uh, I don't think it's owned by Big Cat. I don't. Oh, know. I saw him listed as an owner. I didn't know if that was like just Maybe. a funny thing. Like that. I don't know. It'd okay. be cool to see a Barstool owned sports team in like the fucking Smite Pro League or like the COD Pro League or something. That'd be fucking hilarious. That'd be wild. That'd actually be huge for the Smite Pro League because they, you know, if it was, if that, if Barstool's like first professional sports team was for Smite, they would promote the, if and when that happens. Second, second they had the uh, uh, New Zealand Basketball League team. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, they were like part owners. That was pretty funny. It ended up, yeah. oh, some kid that was supposed to be like a top recruit went there. Anthony Edwards? I can't remember. Yeah, you're right. He was like literally like he's going to be a lottery pick. I bet. Yeah. He's not like number one pick contention, but he was. He was R.J. Hampton. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be. But like their their first esports team, if it went to Smite, bro, they would promote the shit out of that. No matter where they end up as their first esports team, because it looks like I, that's what you do as an esports organization. You get you sponsor teams on fucking games. Would you guys try out? No, they would just take over like an organization that would drop yeah. out after this year or something, and just like okay. pick up that roster or something like that. You know, uh, I guess that makes more sense than starting from scratch. Yeah, being like, here we go. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man, it's cool. Stuff. Like gaming chat, I like it. I like it. Hell yeah! Speaking of gaming, did you guys talk about Cody's tweet to Chase Kaufman? <laughs> that was a- <laughs> not yet. Uh, shout out to cody uh i mean he tagged me and oliver but it's worth a shout out he said chase kaufman was without a doubt a hack in madden and chase kaufman liked it (laughs) and he didn't he didn't like adam or anything he just said chase kaufman which was funny no he did i think he did adam afterwards oh afterwards he did i don't think he did originally he's tagged in it now but he liked it chase kaufman liked it crazy he did he did tag him you're right oops who the hell is Chase Kaufman? People search themselves. He was an Atlanta Falcons tight end. Oh. oh. <laughs> but Cody was so good with him. He had like a thousand yards receiving with him every year in Madden. Dude, he should send him screenshots of it if he can. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That'd be crazy. You're a Hall of Famer in my Madden, FYI. <clears throat> but the original tweet was from uh, Bleacher Report, Gridiron. And uh, one it says, one time for Algae Crumpler. <laughs> And it just said, drop the most random Madden player you dominated with. <laughs> Cody dropped Chase Kaufman. That's funny. That's a good. Who, who did you guys dominate with? I know exactly who I fucking killed it with. Stephen Dustin Keller. Ridley. Oh, yeah. I was Stephen Ridley. Stephen Ridley the year I was the Browns and I had Tim Tebow at quarterback, bro. I was unstoppable. What a dynamic duo. Tim Tebow and Stephen Ridley. I'm going to have to say, I think it was Madden 18. So not too long ago, but J.D. McKissick. Oh, I remember those days. Oh, J.D. McKissick was a hack. I also had one season on PlayStation in a league with like Will Massey and a like a full team league where he had the XP sliders on 300. 
like 300 percent so it was just super easy to upgrade everybody and my amir abdullah was went from like a 72 to a 99 in one year and that was fun wow i used to kill it with dustin keller i used to kill fletcher cox was great was that you oliver for a little bit Oh, that was... He was so bad, it was, like, hard to actually be good with him, but... MJD was a big one for me. Andy Dalton is my guy. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> was for you. I broke the passing records with the Drew Brees, because I would just just throw, like, crazy. I would just allow, like, 60 points, but I would, like, score, like, around 60. And then I remember Drew Brees commanded too much money, so I was like, you know what? Let me downgrade to Andy Dalton. And then I had a bunch of records with him, which is weird. And I feel like, Josh, you did you have Stafford or someone? I did. Sorry, I feel like you like yeah. came out where, and then you were breaking those. Like, shoot, Andy, yeah. don't step your game up. I was the Jets one year and couldn't get any quarterbacks in trades, so I got Matt Stafford, and it was awesome. Just slinging it. Yep, I I got Julio Jones with my first trade. I think I had Julio, Stafford, and Calvin because I got them in the same trade. Wow, I'd love to look back at those. Like, what year was that? Twenty twelve. It was no, deep. That I, was like maybe 14, 15. I yeah, want to say 16. I, I want to say 15. Yeah, you're right. Sophomore in college, you're right. So I was like, probably, yeah, it was a junior ish. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the most I was into it, too. Yeah, the, the, true Alexander the, days. the prime of our Madden leagues was, was like when I was graduating high school and like those like two or three years around then. I would be so down. To like, if we all got NCA football or something, I know you can't make le- actually. You can't so really make leagues. It is so expensive, but or even like Madden, like ten or eleven, yeah, an older and one, we, and we just make a league. <laughs> That's a great idea. Like and do a fantasy draft, like just of all old guys, old old guys. Yeah, I would do that, Josh. If, Josh, if you were into that, I would. I would do it. I'm not like, number one overall. We, we expect so much out of Madden every year, and it's playing it's, an old Madden game would be pretty fucking funny, right? Especially to see like not too too much has really changed. Like <laughs> exactly, uh, yeah. I feel like the, the flow of it though. Like when you move guys, though, like you yeah. would notice that you go back and play one of those, you're like, ooh, this is like super rigid and does not feel fluid at all. You like feel I feel that, like that's the biggest thing. Yeah, I think I'm, you feel that every time a new Mata comes out, you're like, oh, this feels a little weirder than last year. And then yeah, like the, looser, like, ooh, you can control them. Yeah. Body Here, control. Here's what I'm going to say. This is I'm going to build off this idea a little bit. So okay. let's, let's pick a year, and we start our Madden franchise with a fantasy draft. And every year after that we finish, we all create one rookie from the next year's following class. Like a real again, okay, so a real player. We start on Madden eleven. So uh, Madden twelve, we all get to pick one player from the two thousand twelve draft class. Yep. And create that player. What about Madden uh I like that idea, Josh. That's a good idea. Uh, so like uh what was that one that had the L T moves where you could like hold L T stiff arm and it was just OP. I think that was I think it was thirteen. Yeah, I was going to say. Think it was Le- I think it was Le'Veon's first year because I remember Ed had the Steelers and Le'Veon. That was the year I had fucking Tebow on the Browns. I'm pretty sure it was 13. I'm down to do on 13 if I can find okay. it or buy so, it. Let's just say so the NFL. Are those backwards compatible? 14 draft. Also a good question. 
I don't. I feel like. Oh, not. they will be on the Xbox Series X. True, but what will there be a server for it that we can do it yeah. on? Yeah. So we would probably have to. What's the uh, Adrian Peterson one? Because that was the first 14, Xbox I think. One compatible Madden. I so think that was fourteen, right? We should be able to create a server in that one. Thirteen was Calvin Johnson. Yeah, 14. fourteen was the Madden twenty five one with AP and then Barry Sanders. It's actually perfect, dude. Because the twenty, if we do say we create the seat the first season, you can draft our phonies or whatever the next year. But the next draft class was Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Dante Fowler, Amari Cooper. All these like that was a dope draft class. So you actually. choose one. <laughs> so you choose one, and we just have a redraft of like the first round. I'm so in. <laughs> I would, be, I would do that like for it real. Could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I'm into this this year's Madden once again. Yeah, me either. It it literally looks exactly the same. It, like yeah, for real. Can't be putting out the same product like, every year. EA, I, come on. If I got a bad draft pick, I'm definitely reaching in the second round and taking Devin Funches. <laughs> Wait, so you'd get one pick in every round, like no, in terms what? of like. No, so just one one guy from that draft class. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So why would you say Devin Funches? There's probably a yeah. billion better players. <laughs> Name me a better one. With oh, draft, David, David Johnson in the third round. What Madden 14. I, I mean, no, it would NFL be the 2015 draft. draft, 2015 draft yeah. 2015. I can You're definitely right. find you a better player than Devin Funches, dude. David Johnson's a, that's a steal. That's Ollie's boy. That's a good one. Used to be. He betrayed me. Perfect. Amari Cooper comes to mind. Oh, give me Trent Brown in the seventh round. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Grady Jarrett was drafted in the fifth round. Holy moly. This was a good draft that? class. What the fuck's Grady Jarrett? Are you kidding? He's a dominant defensive tackle. I have he's no he's on the Falcons. Just saying. Okay. Or Kawan Alexander. Oh, yeah. The linebacker for the Bucks. Oh, yeah. dude, if you don't take Doriel Green. Todd Gurley? <laughs> Todd freaking Gurley. All but, right. you know, you think there's 32 teams if we get – well, we won't get 32 people. So maybe we could do like three rounds or four rounds if we have a couple of people. <gasps> Jordan Richards was drafted in this draft class. Dude, hands off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that would be, round. <laughs> that would be really fun. And maybe something we could stream as like some uh, digital content for the for the viewers. Yeah. Be, yeah, I think it's a wonderful yeah. idea, Josh. I think it's I got potential. Facebook stream, let's do yeah. it. Yeah, with our oh, with our page, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, massive! You could constantly, you could be a twenty four seven feed. One of us will be on at any given moment. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we could hand off the baton. You can't log off before calling someone else to get You're them right. on. Wake them up out of a dead sleep. And- Draft day would be huge. We just have a podcast and make it a special episode. Have everybody on. Fight over these people in every round. That's so good. It's got potential. Definitely got potential. Trey Flowers was that draft too. I'm just looking through that. Shit. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good class. Yeah. So as long as we can make a server, whatever Madden we can make a server, and that's what we have to prepare for. I wow. think it'll be Madden 14 because, like you said, that is the first Xbox One eligible. Yeah, because I don't think Madden 13 is backwards compatible. 
I mean, I don't care if it's just us, but I mean, even if we get a couple of reliable people, maybe listeners that really want to freaking do it, I'm down. Yeah, I'm sure. I bet you Connor would be into it. Yeah, I mean, True. that's Rap's Alley. <laughs> Connor would be all about that. True. Drafting new guys, creating them. Oh, he'd be all over that. I'm in. We can get that started this week at some point. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be really fun, especially playing an old Madden. You know, yeah, it's kind of like eh, eh, eh. You can't get that mad. It's an old Madden. <laughs> True. No, oh, you'd be surprised. I hope oh, I, still have I know. It. I think I still have it. You I have EA access, Gilly? Um, no, I think I unsubscribed from that. I wasn't using it. Okay. I was gonna say because then it would be free, but at least I hope I don't have it anymore. <laughs> 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 I, I still have it. I don't even. I don't even. I think that's it. the only thing that's worth it from EA right now, honestly, because you can at least play the games for ten hours. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I, yeah. I play FIFA so off and on, and it's like, oh, the new FIFA came out. I'm just gonna download it, play it a couple times. Twenty nine, right. twenty nine bucks a year, and then I'm waiting for Star Wars to go in the vault. That new like Jedi, Fallen something. Will it come on? Is that one that's eligible for it? I don't know if it's it's eligible for EA access. It's just not in the vault yet. Right. Tell you what, I've been playing a lot of uh, Battlefront Two with Connor lately. In terms of I, I saw that. Star Wars. <laughs> it's so fun. It is. It is. Is, is it good? Oh yeah. So hey, that's a that's a good good little idea for the pod. Love it. Thanks to Cody's Chase Kaufman tweet. That's what made me think about it. Dude, maybe Shout even Cody. Cody will lace him up for that. Who knows? I think he might. Cody would. I think he, would take, he, he would take Chase option. Kaufman in the first round again. <laughs> and it would work. Yeah, it would. Tight end streak. Yeah. AJ Derby was that draft, by the way, 2015. I'm out of it, but that was a, a name that disturbed me. A lot me. of hype. Hmm. We all have to fight over it. You boys got any uh, closing takes you want to get off your chest here? Um, yeah, I got one. Well, I just – well, it's not really a big take. I guess I'm taking a page out of Steve's book. Shout out to Couch Guy Sports because I wasn't here for the last podcast. True. I want to shout out to Al and, you know, thank you for believing in us. I heard – I listened to the pod and you know, wow. I thought it was funny when Steve was asking him – you know, oh, what do you see in us? <laughs> I, I think I laughed like four times in a row. And Appreciate it. Al was like, kind of like saying what he said again. Like, no, but really, what do you see in us? <laughs> but, you know, yeah, shout out to Al and, and Couch Guy for believing in us. So we'll try to pump out some good content. Hell yeah. I have a last big take. Shout out motherfucking Jake Ruthier there for life, go. bitch. There it is. Let's go. I didn't forget. Jake Ruthier for life. You were going to forget. I was not going to forget. Uh-huh. No chance, dude. No chance. It's right at the top of my fucking head. <laughs> it's ready. <laughs> Shout out Jake Ruthier for real. I think this Madden thing could be fun if we commit to it. Or not even yeah. commit. I think it could be a good time. Yeah, just try it I'm out. Yeah, excited. fuck it. Yeah, fuck it, bro. Oh, and shout out to Gilly for uh, talking about the 98 Falcons. Love you, bro. Hell yeah. I know. I was bummed. I was like, man, I didn't want to mention this without Josh, but at the same time, it was like, I don't know, 98 was the big moment there. So I was yeah. like, you know what? Gotta say, I can't wait for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Big take. I, I, I want to do a, I, I mentioned it earlier today, but I think we should do a, a best ball 
I want to see Al. I want to see like people like that that are in the area. Oh. I think that'd be cool. Get out on a little. I think an SSBT best ball or scramble or just scramble in general, whatever you want to call it. That would be pretty cool. Okay, yeah. When you said best ball, do you mean scramble? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I do. Okay. (laughs) Best ball is a different format that uh, I was like, why would you you want to play best ball? Like, whoever's on my team would just win. No offense to everybody else. That's why I'm I'm taking myself out of contention to be your caddy because I don't know. (laughs) I was on a high. I, you know what? Here's a big take for you. I hit a ball 300 yards today, and I'm still fired up about it. I, wow. I feel that, bro. I was crushing my driver today. I, like two weeks ago, I hit one like 280-ish, and it was like we looked at it and was like, oh, is that 300? And then when we like crunched the numbers, it was like, oh, okay, it was a little short because of mm-hmm. the way it, the ball traveled. Mm-hmm. But today, it was a dead straight, and I'm, I'm fired up about it. Oh, I felt yeah. like freaking, uh, I don't even know. Just I felt like Mark McGuire. <laughs> the rest of the, the rest of the eighteen holes. Actually, it was like halfway through. So the rest of the nine holes, and it, yeah, what a high. So that's why. That's why I was like, you know what? Let's do some SSBT shit. Yeah, today in go. my round, I started off with uh, a par, a bogey, and then a double bogey, and then I shot even from there on out. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. Hi. I also shot the best round of my life yesterday. Shot an 89 at Meadowbrook. That's under bogey golf for anybody that doesn't know. There you go. I was like, go. wow. That is something. And my dad stopped keeping score after seven holes because he was like, yeah, you're just playing too good. I'm going to look like an idiot. Nah, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he stopped keeping score. I felt kind of bad. He's Steve, like, you're playing your golf mind, huh? Uh, my golf, I haven't golfed in quite a while. So that's my golf story. Love I don't even it. remember the last time I golfed. But I'm ready. I, I still have my clubs ready in my oh, garage. I'm going to be putting on my clubs on Facebook Marketplace, my old ones. No, you're not. I sure am. Why? You don't want to give them to me? I told you I'd buy them. Because that's where they – yeah, but what if someone offers me like 200 bucks? I can't pass that up. Fine. These were touched by Oliver Martell. You need you need to buy new grips for them either way, so. I don't care. Hey, what? <laughs> I, I know a guy who regrips clubs. Yeah, his Safety name like <laughs> this guy. It's really easy. Do you? Actually, my brother-in-law does it too. Yeah, yeah but he yeah. like he's like offering to do it just because he likes it. It's so fun. Yeah. No, it's a fun yeah, little it. little 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 chore, I guess, if you want to call it. But you buy the grips, I'll do them for you guys anytime if that's a thing. It's easy. It's fun. I just got to go to my dad's house because he's got the thing in the basement for it. See, yeah, I I can't be doing that stuff yet because that's just not my game. Isn't there? Like, for example, that ball I hit earlier today, I hit it, like, 12 to 15 yards beyond, like, the pin, which is cool, like, whatever. I still bogeyed the hole on a oh, par yeah. four. <laughs> <laughs> so that just, like, sums it up. My dad was like, oh, my God. I had a chance at a birdie. It's like, nope, overshot it, but whatever. That's my, enough about my personal problems. All right. I think that'll wrap it up, then. This week's episode of Small State Big Takes presented by Couch Guys Sports. feels weird to say, but it'll catch on soon, I'm sure. This is episode number 89. Um, We got a little, a little, little something, something cooking up. Pretty excited. Hey. So, be on the lookout. Maybe, maybe by the end of this week we'll have something. Who knows? Until oh, yeah. then. 
<laughs> a vague tease. I like it. Signing off. <laughs> there could be something. See Maybe. y'all next week. Later. Peace, motherfuckers.